Welcome to Checks and Balances. I'm Michael Vincent. This is James Blair. And this week, a case study on how to supercharge your retirement savings. It's The Sprint. Great. So we're doing a little bit of a different episode this week. We talk a lot about taking steps and kind of building towards financial freedom as early as possible. Today's all for those maybe uh, 50, 55 going, hmm, I've got 10, 15 years left. Maybe I don't have enough time to do something. Mike, plenty of time left in the game, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. So when you've paid off the mortgage uh, and you're still working, you've got you know uh, maybe 10, 15 years to go. And you know, for the majority of our clients, this sort of starts around sort of age 50 to 55, uh, assuming you're retiring at 65. Um, you've got a lot of free cash coming into the household because obviously you're now not paying the mortgage. It is very tempting. So tempting. To take that money. And uh, a little thing we like to call the lifestyle creep. Good Hawaii. Absolutely. Uh, and just try and just, you know, just say, look, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to blow it. I'm going to have a good time. Look, we're not saying you shouldn't have some fun. What we're saying is here's an example of uh, how some customers have really maximized that time to set themselves up for retirement. Who we love a case study. Absolutely, we do. So today we're talking about Judith and Bethany. Um, we're going to start their ages at both 50 um, and we're going to give you some real life scenarios around what they actually did. Great. Okay, Mike, what's the background of Judith and Bethany? Yeah, so they um, had paid off their mortgage uh, around about, they had the mortgage for around about 30 years um, and that's sort of them being owned by the bank. They were free. Um, when we were speaking to them, a lot of their friends were starting to be in the same position. Uh, and well, you know, big overseas European holidays, upgrading cars, houses, these sorts of things. Um, and they were both really excited and naturally so um, about sort of the different things they were going to do now and sort of being a little bit more financially free. They then went to speak to Doomsday James Blair. Party pooper. Uh, you know, uh, with his hood and his sickle. Um, uh, and he but not dying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... You know, uh, again, while we still made some allowances for fun, it was more about, okay, here's how we're going to really set yourself up uh, for, you know, having fun later on in life as well as now. Yep. So Judith and Bethany come and talk to me and I goes, guys, you've just entered the sprint. And they look at me perplexed. For James, James, we haven't sprinted in years. Yeah, my knees. I've got to get a new knee, James. I can't, I can't be doing the sprint. Um, what about, a, what about a, a, a strong walk? Um so, Mike, what's the sprint all about? Yeah, cool. So, like I sort of said before, the sprint is that period of time where you have paid off the mortgage, but you are still working. So, you know, let's say you were paying 2200 a fortnight in mortgage. All of a sudden, you don't have that fixed expense. You've got that free cash coming in. It is very tempting to go, I'll see you at Soul Bar on Friday night. I'm going to blow that whole thing. Yeah, and we would encourage you not to do that. Once again, get somebody else to pay for the drinks. Really strong plan there. Uh, but... There's plenty you can do with just those mortgage repayments uh, left aside. And some in that situation, for Judith and Bethany, no other assets except for a little bit in KiwiSaver, mm. thinking, oh, I've left it too late. I'm not going to focus on it. I'm just going to enjoy the moment. But there's plenty they can do over 15 years. So, Mike, do you want to give a little bit of background on their uh, situation in terms of the numbers? Yeah, cool. So, they both earned around about $120,000. We'll average that out at $120,000 uh, per person. They had a debt-free home, obviously, because they've just paid off their mortgage. Uh, and they had around about $100,000 each in their KiwiSaver. So their mortgage repayments are $3,000 a fortnight. 
So they've got that money now free to do something with. So we have a simple three-step plan, Mike, to set them up for retirement, where all they need to do is that $3,000 a fortnight uh, that they put put to work and they've still got the rest of their income to do do something with. Cool. So step one was make an active KiwiSaver choice. Now we talk about this quite a bit. It's a 15, 20 minute conversation, but it can make a really big difference over time. And you might be thinking, oh, these guys are getting towards the end of their uh, uh, their working life. How much longer did it, or how much difference will it actually make? It can make quite a large difference. You really belittle my job when you say 15 to 20 minutes to get it sorted. I mean, we'll talk about this later. So uh, they are currently both in a ASB conservative fund. I've spoken to them about the level of risk they are comfortable with. Turns out they've got quite a lot of tolerance for risk and they've still got 15 years until they can access it. They've also made an active choice of providers and, and decided Milford is the provider for them. So if they stayed in their ASB conservative fund, they would have $220,000 each projected for retirement. Uh, with the move of fund and provider, once again, historical returns aren't a guarantee for the future, but based off historical, um, they end up with $320,000 each. So that's $100,000 more each, $200,000 more for retirement. And as you said, Mike, very simple 15-minute conversation to get that done. Yeah, imagine earning $100,000 in 15 minutes. How good. (laughs) That's a good hourly rate. Come a mortgage broker, that's what I'd say. (laughs) Yeah, so um, again, that was step one of the plan. We said there was two more to come. So step two, um, buy an investment property. My favorite step of the plan. Um, So we got them a property for around $800,000. We calculated a 4% rental yield on the property. Um, Look, uh, deficit of 30,000 per annum, um, but they were paying down the debt because we had them on principal and interest, not just on interest only because they could afford it and they should be clearing the debt. Very tempting to just go on interest only at that Mm. point, but yeah, you know, you, you can, but it doesn't really make a lot of sense. You should be paying down the debt if you can do it. If you've got the cash flow, absolutely. Yeah, so by 65, that's probably gonna net them about 870,000 of equity which is a huge chunk. You know, if we're talking about uh, earning $100,000 in 15 minutes uh, by speaking to James, talk about earning around $400,000 in an hour speaking to Mike, you know, the numbers just stack up. Yeah, Um, and the cash flows on those properties in terms of the $30,000 top ups, that does include interest rates at 6%, it does include rates, insurance, maintenance and accountant, and a property manager at 8.5%, so it's a very all-inclusive number. So we've done the KiwiSaver, we've got the investment property, but Mike, I'm feeling a little bit more diversification is required. What are we doing as step number three? Yeah, cool. So step number three, uh, the leftover money from the mortgage repayments, uh, we're contributing to a managed fund. Um, So this is, again, diversifying the portfolio. It's an asset. It's liquid. You can pull it back out if you need it. Yeah. So we are contributing $3,000 a fortnight less the... uh, the, the topping up of the investment property. So that means they're able to contribute about $50,000 a, a year to a managed fund. The $50,000 um, accumulated over 15 years plus the returns gives us about $1.13 million by 65. For those who are very uh, property-focused and really like property, I would strongly recommend the managed fund component because property is a crappy asset to give you an income in retirement. You need diversification outside of property, otherwise you'll be asset rich 
and, and cash, cash poor. Yeah, and we always say it, right? You can't sell a bedroom to go uh, on holiday. Property is a great asset to leverage you up and uh, you know, maximize your returns over time to get you to retirement. However, you need to start looking at diversifying your portfolio when you're moving into retirement or getting close to retirement. So Judith and Bethany, they've gone from just having a debt-free home to a clear three-step easy plan. And in that easy plan, over 15 years being consistent, they've got the $800,000 in equity in their property, six forty dollars in KiwiSaver, uh, managed fund at 1.13. They'll probably need to sell that investment property at some point in retirement to take the cash out and they would put that into the managed fund, deplete the capital. That totals them with $2.6 million of assets in retirement, which I did a, bit, a little bit of quick math in a spreadsheet and uh, roughly an income of $140,000 a year for the West rest of their uh, life in retirement. Yeah. And so I guess the point we're trying to illustrate here is, Again, this is a case study. Yep, they're people. We've adjusted the name slightly and you know uh, squared off some figures to round numbers. But even if you're looking at this going, I don't earn 120K, I've left it a bit late, I'm doing this. It is not about taking these numbers and applying them to your situation. It is about the principle. This is, yep, there's three steps to it, but it's still a fairly straightforward plan. You should speak to a financial advisor, speak, think about getting a plan and think about retirement and what is the way that you can maximize your wealth when you move in there. I don't mean to go after the comment section, but for those who go, that's not my income, I can't do that. You, as you said, Mike, you're completely missing the point. Yeah. Do what you can with uh, what you've got. Yep. And uh, one quick thing, uh, shout out to Judith and Bethany, although we didn't use their real names for letting us use your numbers on the podcast. Yes, Bethany and Jude. (laughs) Uh, One last point I'll make on on this as well is that $140,000 income, that's quite a lot of income. So then you could actually have quite an interesting conversation about your situation going, well, maybe you don't need to save all of the mortgage repayments. Maybe if you only need $100,000 in retirement, which is a bloody good income still, uh, maybe you can like spend a little bit more money on those travels and enjoying yourself in the moment. So you can have that balanced conversation, which is quite cool as well. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to wrap it up there. Hope you enjoyed that case study. One more uh, fact for you before we leave. It is a fact. You should subscribe. You should give us a review and a like, and we'll catch you next week. Cheers.